Hey guys, welcome to another installment of the Effortless Man podcast. Uh, so grateful, so, so grateful to have you guys here tuning in on this episode. Just want to firstly put it out there that I'm so tremendously grateful for the feedback and the review that I've got for the uh, previous episodes so far. If you haven't listened to them, make sure you backtrack and listen to them because there are a lot of gems to be taken out of them. And especially the first one, if you just jumped on here and you don't know what the Effortless Man podcast is about, jump on episode zero, which is the intro episode, which I talk about a bit about myself, what I want to do with this podcast and just a few stories and learning lessons so you can learn a bit more about me. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to or interviewing, collaborating and discussing with a special guest, someone who I roped into going onto a three-day fasting getaway in the woods with me a couple of months ago. I don't know why he agreed to do that, maybe because he's got some sort of fasting experience behind him. But it was a great experience nevertheless. And so in this episode, we're pretty much talking about our experience with that three-day fast and also, I guess, the health benefits and the scientific in-depth reasons as to why we embarked on this extended fasting uh, and particularly in the woods. So some of the things that we touch base on is earthing and grounding what the benefits of those are. I don't really get into deep, deep details into this episode. And some other things is like autophagy, what it is, how you can benefit from it, and also the differences between being in ketosis and also fasting and much, much more. And if you don't know what the uh, show schedule is just yet, I'll be releasing a new episode every Tuesday here. I am based in Melbourne, Australia. So if you want to follow to the hour, you can, but it'll be uh, released once a week every Tuesday, Melbourne, Australian time. And uh, how I want to do the podcast format is that I'm going to do an alternating week. So one week I will be talking on a specific topic and I'll call those solo sodes, which I'll be doing by myself, talking about an area of interest, something that I'm researching um, at the time. And on the other week, on the alternative week, I'll be interviewing a special guest, someone, I guess, that's got an interesting story to tell or someone's got an interesting experience with something that I think that you guys can get something out of and ultimately uh, for me to learn something from as well. So that's how I'll be doing the shows each week. That's the plan anyway. Hopefully, it will all go to plan. It is going so far. But I also, on top of that, I just want to add and apologize for, I guess, the late release of this episode. If you follow me on Instagram, you would know that pretty much I spent a lot of time in editing this uh, show. It's about like an hour and I'm not the quickest at this sort of techie stuff just yet. So, um, and then what happened was that on the night that I was supposed to release it, which was the Monday night, I pretty much erased everything and nothing got saved so i had to sort of like re-edit again even though there's not much to edit i had to do pretty much all the the cleanup work um just to make sure that the audio is at a i guess listenable level for you guys and it's it's a pleasure 
listening. See the things I do for you guys. Anyways, I apologize once again. I'll stop with my blabbering as I always do. Oh, one last thing. If you haven't already, please, please jump on to iTunes and give this podcast a rating. Hopefully a five-star rating if you really, really enjoy the episode so far or you just enjoy my sassy Australian Vietnamese voice. And if you feel so inclined, I would really appreciate from the bottom of my heart if you write a genuine review. doesn't have to be a long essay or anything like that, just a short, sweet, genuine and I want to emphasize on, I guess, the the point of being genuine. And I will thank you from the bottom of my heart. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Effortless Man podcast. My name is Vu and today we have, a, I guess, quite a special guest here tonight to talk to us about our little fasting experience that we did together. His name is Mo Selick and Mo is a personal trainer right now and not just any personal trainer but he specializes in functional patterns um, and movement. Some notable things about Mo is he's been homeless and lived off the streets for for two years or so. So maybe that's something we can talk about as well because it, you know it takes uh, someone great to be able to endure that, get through it, and uh, get out on the other side. And another thing, I guess, which Mo has a lot of experience in is is fasting. So the longest fast he's done. A water fast was for an incredible amount uh, of days, which is uh, 14 days, which is pretty crazy. Uh, like the, the longest I've done is the three-day fasting um, that we did a couple of months ago. So, and lastly, he is a childhood friend, someone that I've known for a long, long time. So yeah, it's my great pleasure to have him on here to talk to us today about our experience collectively and I guess in terms of his own personal experience with the whole thing uh, with fasting. So welcome on the show, Mo. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Awesome. So let's, um, I guess, start off with the fasting getaway that we did, you know, a couple of uh, months ago. So when I came to you with an idea of, hey, let's go into the bushes and bring nothing but water, maybe some Celtic sea salt and perhaps some coffee. Like what made you say, yes, let's do it? And you said yes pretty quickly too. Yeah, that's right. So um, I'm pretty crazy when it comes to these type of things and um, always fascinates me and interests me to just get out in nature and do something crazy like that. Just go for three days, just water. So um, yeah, I was pretty keen and happy to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So... Something that really interests me is like what was your first ever exposure to the concept of fasting and and when did you started fasting because that's that's also interesting because you know not anyone and everyone will be like yeah let's do it for three days and go in the way in the woods and not bring any food so I guess what's your experience and why are you so inclined uh, I guess to fast now pretty regularly 
Yeah, so basically my first exposure was um, back when I was, I believe, 19 years old when we were doing uh, kickboxing together at XSC. And um, yeah, I first came across the concept of intermittent fasting of like a 16-8. And um, yeah, I implemented it right away. And uh, I initially was doing it for performance and weight loss at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I was really getting some good results. And ever since, I've always been interested in fasting, but... um. I just didn't really know how to implement it into my life on a practical level until you, you know, helped me out with that. So yeah. right. So it's been quite a quite a bit of a journey with the whole fasting. It's not just simple as one way to fast or that sort of stuff. I guess that there's many different ways to fast, and like you said, probably the most basic one that I know of is the sixteen eight. Yeah, that's correct. Cool. I guess, but before we really dwell deep into our experiences and and the whole fasting thing let me just take it back a bit because we've been friends for a long long time and i'll I'll say a very long time yeah that's correct so i guess for everyone that's listening maybe i'll get from your recount because i've told the stories a few times how do you remember how we met and and when (laughs) (laughs) so basically it was back in primary school i don't remember what grade exactly i believe grade four and, um, and by the way, this is a really weird way to meet someone and become friends until today. Yeah, that's right. So basically, um, I was training some kids at school on how to fight, uh, king, uh, king of fighters or something like that. Yeah. Some little group I made, and um, Vu came and joined my school, and he wanted to be a part of the group. So um, he came, and basically, anyone who wants to join has to have a little basic sparring session with me, just so I can see <laughs> where they're at. So um, yeah. Our initial meeting was a little fight, which, um, yeah, we started pulling out some cool tricks and the fight was over, basically. And ever since then, we've just yeah, been really close. Yeah. If you want to meet a really good friend for life, make sure you beat them up first because, um, as we just shown you, that, that's how you do it. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I um, don't condone violence. <laughs> Only love. <laughs> Cool, yeah. So we've been friends for a long time and I guess we share pretty similar interests in terms of maybe more so recently, um, you know, in terms of optimal health, longevity, being able to live your best life and doing that, I guess, also being consciously aware of the environment and your effects and the the, the footprint that you leave on, on the world, right? Because that's also important. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, with that, we did our fasting a couple of months ago and I was like to Mo, let's, let's do a three-day thing because that's I haven't done a fasting a stint for that long before. So um, I was like, you know, why not? And I, I knew that Mo was pretty keen because he had done an extended fast for, for, for a long time before. So I guess for people to understand because at the moment, they're probably just thinking, why the hell? why would they be doing this? Like, what's the purpose, right? So let me just quickly break down, uh, I guess, the, the main reasons as to what, the scientific reasons as to why an extended or a prolonged fast um, and what the benefits of that is. So I guess the, f- the first thing is a lot of people don't understand and you feel free to jump in and, and, and add anything here, Mo. Yeah, I will. No worries. Is that... By constantly eating day in, day out, multiple meals a day, snacks in between the meals, is that you're constantly in a a state of digestion. Absolutely. That's correct. Yeah. 
and digestion takes up to 65% of the body's allotment of energy. So when your body is constantly digesting and spending energy on digestion, that means you can't focus on other things. So one of the things you can't uh, that happens or the, the benefits you get when you fasted is that that energy gets directed towards healing and repair. That's correct. Basically, that's the main reason why I, I fast myself. Right. So I guess that, that was one of the reasons why going into this extended fast, you know, the benefits that we wanted to see. Did you have any specific things that you wanted or outcomes that you wanted to come out of that experience and having? So personally, with this three-day fast that we did a, a few months ago, it was more spiritual for me for this endeavor because prior to this, I did, as you know, you mentioned a 14-day water fast. So three days isn't too hard for me. So I was more focused on just getting more grounded and coming more towards nature and just, yeah, coming into one with myself, really. Yeah, definitely. And I think that was all the purpose of the whole experience as well. It was not just the fasting alone because you can be locked away in a prison cell three days fasted. No worries, right? Yeah, that's correct. But I guess what we did was immerse ourselves in nature, pretty much went barefoot, for most of the time until our foot was so sore that we can't <laughs> was yeah. so sensitive just because of all the rocks and pretty much just being in nature right that's right i guess for the people that aren't familiar with the concept of grounding maybe have a look at it up it's pretty much also known as earthing just to i guess to give you a quick download is that you know us human beings we operate like a battery so essentially what happens is through all the non-native emfs and radiation from all the technology and things around us we sort of build up this positive charge in our body and with too much positive charge in the body that can really i guess cause some havoc in the endocrine systems in the hormones and all that sort of stuff so by grounding by getting your feet on the bare ground what you're doing is you're responding or you're reacting to the earth's negative charge so what you're doing is dissipating I guess a lot of the positive charges out of your body so your body's a bit more even um, and you feel a bit more I guess even killed so to speak so does that ring true to what you know of, of earthing and grounding yes absolutely so basically Vu is the technical and science guy um, <laughs> he gets into all the nitty-gritty where I just do what feels right so yeah yeah so um yeah so i digress i won't get into that more um i'll probably do a whole i guess uh podcast episode talking about just the benefits of grounding and earthing and why you should go barefoot wherever possible but um we won't get into that here or else it'll be just a three four hour long podcast episode so we don't want to do that and i guess a few other benefits that you we can think of when you're doing a long extended fasting is the increase ability to be uh, stress tolerant and I found in my life that when I am dialed in with my fasting my ability to tolerate stress and just everyday stress at work at life it's just so much higher I don't know if you felt those benefits yourself have you noticed it I personally um I just needed a reset with life so that's that's basically why I accepted to do, go do three day fast. I just wanted a nice reset, come to nature like I mentioned, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And one other benefit is the lower levels of IGF one. IGF one increases your risk of cancer 
and uh, cancer growth. So, and a lot of, I guess, animal products, meat, dairy, increases your IGF-1 levels to absorbent levels. So by, I guess, eating a plant-based diet, you are already reducing that by quite a large amount, but even by fasting has has been shown to reduce that even more substantially. That's also another really important factor because increased IGF-1 is responsible for growth, but it also prematurely ages you. So, and I guess another really big hard thing, I mean, sorry, a uh, big thing is a hard reset on your immune system. So, what happens when you fast for extended periods of time is that your white blood cell dies. So, a lot of people think that that's a bad thing, but what happens is that after a couple of days, it gets replaced with new white blood cells. So, you're pretty much resetting your immune system. So, I don't know if you remember after our fasting, uh, how did you you feel? (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was... As soon as we broke our fast, it was like life coming into me. It was just reinvigorating and just crazy the amount of energy and felt like you could conquer the world. It's pretty much the best life hack for a superpower, really. So, yeah. Yeah, totally agree. And one big, big benefit that I shall not fail to mention is autophagy. So, do you want to explain what autophagy is or I'll... <laughs> no, you, you do that because, yeah, you understand the science. I, I'm, I'm the technical guy. Yeah, that's right. So, by pretty much autophagy is always happening in the body. So, autophagy is pretty much cell renewal and self-eating, which is what it translates to in the, the Greek term. So, autophagy is a process where your body recycles its, I guess compartments of proteins and different parts of the cells that are no longer used and what happens is when you have too many of these unused or decrepit cells in the body i guess your cells become sluggish so what you want to do is the ability to increase autophagy to clean that out so it's like a spring cleaning uh, session for your cells and so that you are i guess as efficient as possible and you don't have i guess broken proteins and dead cells going around absolutely and that's why i you know first did my uh, extended water fast i was aiming for 21 days because basically once you pass the 16 day mark Mm -hmm. you're meant to enter a really deep state of autophagy where you know any injuries you've had in your childhood or anything throughout life will just repair and replenish itself but um, I couldn't make it quite there because I went about it in the wrong way. So, yeah. But even though you didn't make it to the 21 days, was there still, I guess, any noticeable autophagy benefits that you felt? Oh, absolutely. So, um, prior injuries that I've had in the past, I, they flared up. So, at about the nine-day mark, I had a lot of shoulder, in, uh, shoulder issues with my right arm. Yep. And, um, yeah. Yeah that started to play up and then it got all better one day after and now to this day no issues whatsoever so, right yeah and uh, that's a very common thing that i hear from people who've had like i guess old injuries and stuff like that is that when they fast for an extended period of time and you said it was like nine days until yeah. you yeah it but was prior that, to that you weren't that's, feeling that's right it was that nine day mark right. it just came all this sudden pain where i could barely move my arm properly yeah and then, yeah, one day after that, just beautiful. And then you linked it back to shoulder pains that you had in the past. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's been, you know, 
carrying on for many years now. So yeah. Yep. So yeah, I guess for the people I guess that can't do a nine day or sixteen day fast, uh, you would be glad to know that there's a study that's shown that even fasting for twenty four hours after the twenty four hour period, your autophagy improves by three hundred percent. Absolutely. So, like I said, I'm just a crazy person. So, when I try something, I go all in, really. So, so you even have to go that long to experience the autophagy benefits. The study also shows that even a day after the initial 24 period, so 48 hours, you increase that by another 30%. So, 330% in just a 48-hour fast. That is incredible. And you just have to look into the benefits of autophagy and what that can do for you in terms of cleaning and repairing, I guess, you on a cellular level. It's just incredible stuff. So that's one of the big benefits that we touted. Um, was there anything else that you, in terms of touted benefits that you wanted whilst going into this uh, little experiment? Um, to be honest, uh, that was about it. Just mainly spiritual and yeah just getting into nature and bonding as well because um yeah for our friendship come a bit closer and yeah yeah nice. yeah yeah so it's like pretty much just the fasting would have been easy but it's just the whole experience of it as well absolutely yeah another one benefits i want to talk about is a usc study reported that stem cells were created by doing longer fasts so what stem cells are they pretty much recreate life so wherever you have injuries and stuff like that they they're pretty much the body's building material they will go in there and pretty much rebuild certain tissues cells and regenerate you know different things in your body and there's a lot of people that's you know in hollywood and stuff like that they're paying big money to have stem cells injected into them and I guess we live in a society where people just want a quick fix and they just want to, you know, take a pill and, you know, be all right. But I guess the best way to do anything is to do it naturally. And there's nothing more naturally than your body upregulating its production of stem cells. And I guess that's along the lines of what Mo was saying with the, the healing of his shoulder. He's probably have a lot of stem cells that was released into the body and i guess how stem cell works is that they target the areas that need the tension and obviously when his body's not digesting and not spending the energy towards that then the body's like shit well what, what do we do now we clean out the house um what are old injuries that we had had in the past that hasn't had the time to heal and that sort of stuff so i guess that's what your body does and and you know just goes to show that you know it's not just all scientific uh blah blah it's actually you know you feel these benefits when you do it so absolutely and that's the thing no one wants to sacrifice really like you were saying they just want that pill quick fix but um yeah like i said it's a superpower fasting so it's the best and when you're fasting for an extended period of time what you're doing is you're going into a state of ketosis right so maybe you can explain what what ketosis is just really quickly no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> you go ahead and explain that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so a state of ketosis is pretty much where your body uses ketones as a source of fuel. So ketones or uh, one of the ketones is uh, beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is B, known as BHB. And 
by just using ketones as a fuel source, you simply reduce a lot of the inflammation in the body and the inflammatory markers research has shown. So that alone, plus all the other things that's happening as well, not to mention, um, which I mentioned in the previous episode about my, um, I guess, my foray into fasting, is that the amount of growth hormone that gets um, released into the body is incredible. Uh, there was one study, um, which I'll mention again, has shown that after a 24-hour period, there was growth hormone release of up to 2,000% in men and around 1,400 in women. And that's incredible. Yeah, like that's, that's crazy really. So, A growth hormone is like, I guess, your anabolic and also your, your hormone for youth. So you, there's a lot of people that want to stay young and uh, and beautiful so to speak they spend a lot of money and once again do this hormone um, growth hormone treatments and stuff like that so how amazing is it if you can just naturally induce that in your body and i guess really get the benefits of all those things that your body are meant to do if you just sort of deprive yourself from food for a little bit absolutely and going back to you know the ketones as you mentioned before a lot of people now are getting onto you know the keto keto bandwagon in terms of diet yeah and you know carbs carbs are are fun why restrict your carbs you can just fast get the same benefits without restricting your carbs enjoy your food really exactly so i guess with that in mind i just want to put it out there so that people understand is that ketosis and fasting pretty much achieves the same thing so what that means is that you are putting yourself in a state of ketosis where your body uh, burns fat for fuel and also ketones. So you can go either way. So the, the differentiating factor is that ketosis is that you're in a fed state and you're literally like tricking your body to be in a ketosis because you've got the lack of carbs. You're not introducing carbs, so your body's burning these um, ketones and fat, right? Absolutely. Whereas fasting is that depleting the glycogen stores in your muscle, depleting the glycogen stores in your liver so that your body has to run on an alternative fuel. So that alternative fuel is fat, That's right? right. Yeah. And once that fat sort of runs out or runs low when you become extremely lean your body starts to use the th- the fourth energy system which a lot of people aren't familiar with which is autophagy so that in itself induces energy and releases energy into the body so there's so many it's so complex there's so many different things you can do i guess yeah you gotta f- really find out what, what what works for you but the thing is for us anyway like we love to eat carbs like yeah that's right i I know that you're not of asian descent oh actually you are yeah that's right right. yeah partly yes um rice like oh yeah you can't live without rice who 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 can live without rice really you're probably um one of the white guys that i know that loves rice more than more than anything Oh, yeah. I, I choose rice over chicken and chips or anything like that, really. But anyways, with going back to what I guess our, our sort of experience um, with three-day fasting is that going into that, 
I guess my mindset was that, yeah, a bit like Mo, I wanted to really uh, reconnect with nature and really spend three days without shoes as much as possible and just dissipate all that, you know, that positive charge, all that negative energy and just research has shown that just purely just being in nature alone, your cortisol level drops. That's right. So that with fasting, with grounding, it was like a bombshell of a weekend. So um, we went to, what was the town called again? Do you remember? I don't remember the name. It was... uh, I'm pretty sure it was Anglesey. Anglesey. So if you guys know of Australia and the famous site, the 12 Apostles... It's pretty much along those roads, the, the, the Great Ocean Road, they call it. So, we pretty much did a little stint down there. Yeah, it was um, it was actually a pretty remote little little place, um, little getaway. And I know that you didn't, you haven't done any sort of getaway or camping since, when was the last time? Uh, back in grade six, we were since promontory with school. So, yeah. What was that experience like compared to this? Oh, that, that was terrible. <laughs> This was on a whole nother level, really. So, yeah. So, um, for a lot of people that I guess that don't know, I am a big proponent of camping and getting into the woods as pretty much as frequently as, as possible. It's currently in winter right now, so it's not really conducive for being outdoors, uh, even though you can. I think it's just, I'll be a bit hard-pressed to grab my uh, fiancé to say, hey, let's go camping during winter. So not for now anyway, uh, maybe we, get, we have better gear in the future, but it's just for, for the people that don't do it, uh, you're, you're truly missing out. Oh, I want to say that bluntly. Oh, they are, yeah. So fasting aside and all that, how was the whole camping experience for you to do that all again? Oh, that was really fun. So yeah, it was so nice just, yeah, going with minimal gear, basically just what's on your back really and a little bit more. Um, just for you know a little fire pit and yeah what more do you need really yeah because normally when you go camping you know um, you bring a lot of stuff and a lot of those stuff are for cooking and cleaning but when you go camping and you don't really have I guess a lot of cooking and cleaning to do you're literally you got so much time to do so many different things right that's right and that's basically what we did you know we went for many walks. We meditated a lot. We went down to the beach, jumped in the ocean. Yeah, just did a lot of things because we had so much time. And just on that, talking about grounding, from what I heard, um, which I didn't know at the time, one of the best ways to ground your body is actually being in the water. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Because it's not just your feet that I guess pretty much conducting with the ground and the earth it's your whole body so if you want the best grounding sort of exercise or earthing um, some people may call it get in the water and that's what we did so that that i felt the best in that time period when we were while we were in the water in that cold water but it just felt so amazing it was hectic so let me just like take that back to for the people that's listening so it was early morning. We had our uh, our coffee. That's right. So we were, we were still consuming black coffee because that's literally no calories, and uh, you're still fasting. And also, coffee pretty much increases autophagy by quite a substantial amount. So it helps in the process, not hinders. So hence, that's why we 
decided to incorporate coffee because you can do it without coffee. It just depends on, I guess, what what your parameters are when you start the fast. Yeah, without the coffee, it's a lot harder though. So yeah, right. Coffee are helps. You, are you um you're you're doing a water fast as we speak right now? You haven't eaten. Um, I'm I'm having coffee though, so I've having yep. coffee and tea. Yeah. But um yeah, before when I did that extended water fast, it was purely water, yep. nothing else, no min- you know, no minerals, no salt added to it, nothing. So that's why I couldn't make that 21 days. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing as well. We came well prepared this time because. Absolutely knowing from your experience and knowing from what we know minerals are pretty important maybe oh, yeah. you can talk about a bit about that yeah so basically when you're when you're depleting your body and going on an extended fast you you just flush out uh, you know all your electrolytes all your minerals your potassium your magnesium your sodium and yeah you need to get that in which um uh prior to doing my extended fast i didn't know about that so I purely just went in there, just water, and um, yeah, I was dying basically. But it was a good experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I w- you know, I wouldn't take that back. I'd rather, you know, I'd do it again definitely. This time more prepared though. That's right. And do you think the lack of minerals had quite a, I guess, big effect in terms of how you felt during the fast? Absolutely. From what you know now. Absolutely. So I was getting um, migraines, head spins, and uh, lethargic, and yeah it, w- it was not a good experience in that regard yeah so basically that's what happens when your body gets depleted of minerals pretty much and even like with the lack of eating the lack of carbs your body just dumps the salt out of your body and you're not replenishing that pretty much starving yourself of the the central electrolytes that pretty much makes your cells work or make your brain work in that in that respect that's right, and not to mention how cold your core uh, your core temperature becomes because um yeah you're having no calories for a long period of time so, and I did that while in winter as well so there you go you're crazy Ill, crazy man very ill prepared yes. and I I remember that very vividly as well because <laughs> Mo came to visit uh, my food store at the time and. He came all rugged up, pretty much beanie, gloves, looking like a zombie. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, how's it going, man? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just shivering, not saying too much. And I just, you know what? I, all, I, always, all I had to say was, you know what? You Good luck to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't look good, but... Uh, <laughs> and I guess that's also a very important indicator. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't... Because you're the type of person that would, like, go gung-ho on 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 something yeah that's right so basically when you do an extended fast as well you should you know cut back a little with you know in terms of training and all of that type of stuff but i did not cut back at all so yeah yeah so learn from mo's mistake and don't do that yeah only do to what you're comfortable with or slightly bit more uncomfortable push that a little bit and maybe revisit that again you know later down the track as opposed to just going bang 14 days yeah (laughs) that's right (laughs) but you know what you live and you learn and uh, yeah i'm sure like you've gained so much wisdom just from that very experience alone absolutely yeah so with the actual a little fasting getaway we did pretty much videotaped everything everything that we practically could right Mm -hmm. so i won't get into too much details in terms of what we did on 
on, on our little three day getting fast away in the wood because I'll save that for our, I guess, our YouTube video, which I'll um, put together. Yeah. Because I think that will probably will give people a better idea and perspective in terms of what was what entailed our, our little um, adventure. That's right. But yeah, just quickly, I guess we did sat around the fire pretty much a lot of the time doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. Like at night time, we'd come back to the campsite, just sit at the fire. During the day, we'd you know go for walks. Yeah. Uh, read, meditate. Um, yeah, go for a swim. Yeah. Practice a lot of gratitude as well pretty much just being in nature and just appreciating everything for what it was and really taking away that psychological appeasement for food yes because and i think that's a big big thing is that a lot of people can't differentiate between the psychological and the physiological need because a lot of times people well it just goes to show if you can go 14 days without food it's obviously a psychological thing because physically you can survive without Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm not dead. I'm here, you know, talking right now. So that's, that's right. it. That's right. Uh, unless we're talking to the ghost mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the mind, really. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that was a big thing for me is to, I guess, to detach away from that psychological, that want for food. And I think that discipline from the the great master Nun Amen Ra, which um, won't, we'll get into another podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. But that is so powerful. That self-discipline is like like next level, is being able to do that. And, and you know, I, I went into the, the, the trip without having to do any extended fasting for with that in mind is that, you know what? Without food, I can still find enjoyment in life. I can still find enjoyment in the basic things like water minerals nature being barefoot being with my own mind my own breath so yeah you don't don't need much do you you don't need much at all and a lot of people don't realize that yeah but doesn't take away from the fact that we do still enjoy food i know i still enjoy food guaranteed out of all my friends I would say that I'm probably one of the biggest foodie. And yeah, yeah, that's right. So much so that, you know, I, you know, I run a food business as well. So how can you say that I'm not a big foodie? I, and I am. But that's the thing though. I can separate that psychological want, you know, and separate that from the physiological need because there's, there's a big a differentiating factor yeah. between that. You agree? Absolutely. That's right. And how has, I guess, fasting now has been implemented into your everyday life? Like, how, how are you doing that right now? What's sort of your protocol? Oh, so basically at the moment, I'm following the Armin Regiment. So I, you know, fast all day. I only eat one meal a day and um, eat within one hour. So once that one hour is up, stop consuming any calories. And um, yeah, that's how I do that every single day, really. And um, feeling great. Is it hard? No, it's not hard whatsoever. And it also gives you that flexibility because when you're going all day without eating, then when you finally do get to eat, you know, you can, you know, splurge a little bit if you choose to, which I I don't. But um, yeah. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you do. Yeah, it just gives that flexibility. And yeah, you can enjoy life a lot more. You can enjoy food. You can, yeah, that's right. It gives you a lot more time. 
a lot of people spend so much time, you know, making your breakfast, making your lunch, getting your snacks, making your dinner. But really, you don't, you know, you ha- when you take that away, you have so much more time just to enjoy friends, family, life, really. And all the important things, you know what I mean? And I think that's what I spoke about in my last episode when I did the, the, the solo one on fasting is that the amount of time you save is ridiculous. Like, I guess people just not cognizant of the amount of time they spend preparing the food, eating the food, and cleaning up after the food. Yeah. And try doing that three times a day at least because that's the general sort of schedule that we've been ingrained to, to I guess, abide by, right? Yeah. But who does that benefit? That's right. And not to mention how much money you save as well, really. That's a big thing. So, if you're living like a pauper, <laughs> <laughs> buy yourself some dried, dried beans, some rice, and then that's all you need. That's all you need. And then when you get lucky, you find a bit of coins, you buy that tofu. Yeah. <laughs> Get on that soy, but not that estrogen. Yeah. Which, uh, man, that's like another topic to talk about as well. Um, Have you seen um, the video actually on Brian Turner who totally like debunked that myth of soy and the estrogenic effect? No, I actually haven't. But I've read about it, but I haven't. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll actually link it in at the bottom of this, uh, you know, show notes, if anyone's interested, it's pretty much one of the prominent vegan YouTubers, Brian Turner. He did an experiment where he did his blood test and he ate a pound of soy every day for a whole month. And you know what happened? What? A ridiculous thing happened. His testosterone levels went up. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Really? So anyways, like I digress, but, yeah, you can you can still eat good food and you can still enjoy food. If not, you enjoy food even more, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Because when, you know, when you're depriving yourself of, you know, eating and that enjoyment, when you finally sit down to eat, you just appreciate it so much more. Yeah. And I guess that just makes logical sense more. So it's not that hard to, to think that when you have less of something when you do have it you enjoy it more because you're not as desensitized to it bit like how insulin uh, resistance works and that's that's why people get diabetes because of insulin resistance and what happens is that your body becomes desensitized to the insulin that it pretty much puts out there so that it can lower your sugar your blood sugar levels and also let the nutrients enter the cells I didn't mean to go that deep into the whole insulin thing, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that when you're desens- when you have it that often, you become desensitized to it. So I'm um, just more so just comparing that to insulin resistance. So when you have less of it, you just enjoy it so much more. And I do remember when I first started fasting, I just felt this, I guess, this crazy amount of joy when I ate food and I still feel that but I just remember back then when I first started practicing fasting it was like oh my god I just got like a hundred times new pair of taste buds yeah that's right it's just so much more appreciation absolutely and I think that's really really important is it comes back to like I guess being grateful as well for for the things you have and not taking it for granted right yeah is that when you have more things and more things and you know materialistic things and whatnot and the cars and this 
um, more food, you know, you become desensitized to it and it just becomes another item, another meal, another car. That's right. Really. And when you really, you know, uh, strip that back to the bare minimum, you're pretty much like, yeah, I've got what I need and anything more is pretty much not gonna it's gonna be a disservice to me that's right true that's right absolutely true sorry so back on the fasting so right now do you fast for any particular reason oh yes so um, i've just had a knee surgery a couple of weeks ago and um i've been doing a two to three day fast in between so um yeah just trying to reduce the inflammation uh, enhance that autophagy so, um, yeah, at the moment, right now, I'm on a two-day fast, which I'm going to break with you after this podcast. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And not to make anyone jealous out there, but I've got a sick meal installed for us. So He always does. <laughs> always does. So, Never yeah. disappoints. So, yeah, with the fasting, it's so flexible. There's so many benefits to it. And especially for someone like Mo, who's just had his surgery and, you know, there, there's going to be constant amount of inflammation and swelling and all that sort of stuff and you know you can really speed up your progress by implementing some sort of fasting protocol that's right so with that thought in mind would you personally recommend fasting for everyone absolutely without a doubt every single person should adopt fasting in some sense at least even you know a simple intermittent fasting because um yeah the, the benefits are numerous really and um yeah, there's no harm in trying. And once you implement it, you will immediately notice the, the difference effects. What would you say to people that say, uh, I'm going to lose all my gains? <laughs> well, I can attest that that's not true whatsoever. So, um, yeah. You still got muscle on yeah, your body? I've, I've still got quite a lot of muscle, personally. Um, yeah, you could say genetics or whatever, but um, yeah, you, you won't lose your muscle, really. How about when people go... Oh man, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll get so hungry around 10 a.m. or uh, you know, m- morning breakfast. What was it like? Second breakfast, 10 a.m. Yeah, brunch, brunch, or something. brunch. Yeah. yeah. Or I get so hungry around 12 p.m. How do you? What would you say to someone when someone says that to you? Oh really? That's just that's just their mind. It's just a weak mind. It's just habitual. Really, they've they've gotten into that habit, that routine, and their mind tells them they're hungry when really they're not hungry. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's like pretty much like we're talking about is the whole conditioning part of it is that we're conditioning us ourselves to eat in a way that doesn't really serve us because obviously the scientific data has shown that fasting does serve us and it has all these, I guess, health benefits and longevity benefits on all pretty much accounts on all your biomarkers and stuff like that. The only person that really serves is, I guess, the, the cereal companies who comes up with these um, ridiculous cereals and stuff like that to yeah. have for breakfast and these muesli bars to have in between meals. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are bought into. That's right. I don't know about you, but I see people like that in my life who are pretty much like, yeah, I need to have my, you know, Kellogg's bar in between my, my oats bar because oats is healthy yeah, yeah. to have in between my my breakfast and my lunch so yeah. do you know people like that as well yeah that's right absolutely as you said you know i'm a personal trainer so I, I have clients like that so i'm trying to you know 
you know, not not necessarily persuade them, but just, you know, hint to them, let them know the benefits and how easy it actually is to fast, really, and beneficial, not to mention. So, yeah. Have you had any resistance? Because, say, put me back how long I've been fasting now, maybe five, six years, I think. Mm-hmm. So, put me back five, six years and you were speaking to a vu that was eating six meals a day, six to eight meals a day, and you told him to eat one meal a day or to do some sort of fasting, I would say you are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Have you had that sort of resistance? Oh, absolutely. A lot of people think I'm crazy, but um, yeah, that's why I practice what I preach, really. And that's what it comes down to. If they see that I can do it and the results that I'm getting, you know, uh, living like that, then yeah, have I you can't really deny it. Have you had any clients that have started some sort of fasting? Yeah, I've got four clients who have started fasting. Uh, two of them are doing one meal a day. The other two are right. doing just um, intermittent fasting. So, the 16-8, yep. slowly trying to push it back further. And yeah, as soon as they started, they're getting amazing results. Yeah. Right. Because that's the thing though, because if someone told you, you're going to get all these health benefits, you're going to live a long time, but you're going to feel like shit. Mm-hmm. then that's uh, I'm not sure about that trade-off yeah but do you feel like shit not at all not at all full of energy full of vitality and yeah just loving life really and look that's look we're gonna sound like we're preaching to the choir here but because there's so many health benefits when it comes to fasting and you know you, you can't have thousands of people get it wrong and I guess the thing is it's free and that's why it's probably not promoted by companies because how they're going to make money from you not eating. That's right. How are you going to cash in on someone, you know, not eating your food, not purchasing your products, really? So yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things that's not really, I guess, of service to any money-making companies, but it is of service to yourself. So in all sincerity, you know, um, we joke around that sort of stuff and we have a bit of fun and we go on, you know, these getting away, get away for fasting, stuff like that. But we do it because it's got a genuine benefit, you know, mentally, physically, and as we experienced recently, spiritually, That's like right. how cleansed our soul felt yeah. by, by the end of it, you know what I mean? Because I know that you, you know, you were probably due for a break and you haven't had a break in a long time. So, I'm sure it was nice to get away and That's yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, guys, in, in, in all, you know, sincerity, like have a look into it and seriously consider if you're not already fasting to implement some sort of fasting protocol. Try it out for a week. Just give it a week and you'll see. You'll stick with it for life. So, for the people that want to start fasting and from your experience, I guess you're now extensive experience, like what's your best tips for someone starting out? So, really just don't overthink it. The more you think about it, you know, the more resistance you'll come up with in your own mind. So, just start start the following day do a 16-8 initially just give it a go so explain a 16-8 yeah, just so to really dumb it down yeah, so basically yeah. 16-8 you don't eat anything for 16 hours and then you choose the time that you would like to break your fast and then you eat for what, within what, an 8 hour window what's what's a normal sort of 8 hour window give for example for someone when would they stop uh, start eating and so basically they? like um, from 1pm to, to 8pm so really yeah, that's like an easy one to do. You know, you you just skip breakfast basically. Skip breakfast, have your lunch, have your dinner afterwards, and just start like that. 
and yeah you you'll find it's it's easy it's not hard at all once you pass that initial barrier within your mind smooth sailing from there you don't have to rush out the house with an up and go that's right that's right yeah (laughs) or protein shake straight away after the gym in the morning yeah because your body will do just fine and take that from us like today i've done two sessions of training already and nothing crazy you know just more so just a light cardio session twice and you know what i'm still here i'm feeling amazing i'm probably running on ketones right now which is very very conducive to as as a fuel for for the brain and i'm feeling good we're having a good conversation right now and you know what for the people that haven't experienced it go ahead like you got nothing to lose you've been eating three meals a day you know for your whole life already like just or more <laughs> or more or yeah just um you know take out breakfast yeah and see how you go i yeah. think that's the best tip for people nowadays hey absolutely absolutely <sighs> is there anything else in regards to the fasting that i um haven't covered off yet uh not really just that initial when we first broke our fast when we got back from the three day right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just having that elixir. Oh, man. So quickly, I guess, for the people that are not, I guess, you know, will understand what, what this is. So so you break your fast with an elixir. That's right. So maybe just without going into, you know, exorbitant amount of detail, like what, what is the elixir? Oh, so basically it's just, you know, a few compounds that you put together like protein, protein powder, um, bromelain, uh, there's many other things, so spirulina, brewer's yeast, and a few other things, um, some vitamins, some BCAAs, yep. and yeah, just put it all together, drink it, and it's amazing. And that's how you break your fast and... Yeah, that's how I break my fast every day, Yeah, or when I do an extended fast. Yeah. And I think that's especially beneficial because once you're abstained from eating for a long, long time... You know, with all those sort of that liquid medium, it's probably the, the quickest way you can deliver nutrients to your body in the most efficient process possible, right? Absolutely. So I guess that's of um, most importance when you sort of break your fast is to get the essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, proteins into your body. And then I guess you can really enjoy the meal and pick out of you so choose to. That's right. <laughs> um, nice, man. So I guess before we wrap it up, I ask everyone this question and, you know, and because this is the Effortless Man podcast, it's all about, you know, living your life in a simple and minimal manner and pretty much making everything seamless and effortless. So what's like, I guess, one best tip or tips that you may have to help people live an effortless life every day fasting really you can't get more simple than that just keep it simple don't overthink it keep it basic just fast cut out the food cut out the crap and that's all you need really and i think that couldn't be i guess more relevant <laughs> i guess that's what we've been talking about all this that's right. i guess for the people like duh yeah this whole podcast about fasting so i'll go do that but um do you have any other tips anything else that you're implementing in your life right now that you're like, yeah, I think someone can actually benefit from this. Meditating. That's another thing you can do. Just, yeah, meditate 10, 15 minutes in the morning, again in the evening, and yeah, 
it'll really help. It'll help your mind, it'll help your body, help your soul. Yeah, that's another thing. And without, I guess, really dwelling too deep into that because this is not a, a podcast on meditation, but what's one of the biggest benefits so far and why people should listen to this tip to implement some meditation into their life? It'll slow you down. Really, a lot of people get caught up in life. Everything's happening around you. You know, your mind races. You don't have that any downtime. When you take that 10, 15 minutes just to sit down, be with your own self, your own mind, breathe and just relax, everything will slow down. Life will become easier. That's it. Effortless. That was beautifully said. I I couldn't agree more myself. And I personally practice you know, meditation myself as well and totally understand and resonate with exactly what you're saying is the ability to slow down and just be one with yourself and just observe. I think that's a lot of people don't do. They're always in. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, and they never get to step back. And I think that's so important in this day and age. Yeah. But man, I think, wow, I think we dropped so much knowledge in this podcast and we got gave people so much to, to, to think about and, you know, to research into if they're so inclined. So yeah, I guess, man, like what what an awesome chat. I really appreciate you coming down and, and doing this and sharing your, your experience with fasting and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, catch up again and talk more in depth about other topics and stuff like that. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, man. So I guess before you go, do you have any parting words of wisdom for for our listeners? It doesn't have to be, could be anything, anything that comes to mind right now. You know, just imagine if you were listening in on this podcast and, you know, what could, what advice, what tip could you do with? Simplicity. Just life doesn't need to be difficult. Just keep things simple. That's all doesn't need to be much more than that you don't need any more and one last thing off the top of your head what's one thing that you're most grateful for right now friendship good friendship family that's it and do you guys realize that all these things don't cost money that's right (laughs) how's that (laughs) save a lot of money living like this (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, guys. And, uh, you know, listening in right now is that it doesn't take much to live a good life. Like you don't need materialistic things. You don't need, you know, to go out to expensive restaurants. You can come over, talk shit with your mate like we're doing now. Talk about experiences, share our love for health and wealth, wealth in terms of like the mind, being rich in the mind and yeah just have a good time like and i think all the things we talked about like it was you don't need money you don't need money and then i think that's so so important right is to be detached away from you know from the whole world of living with the joneses you know keeping up with the joneses sorry my my phrasing is not the best and my fiance can attest to that so and just yeah live a simple life and i think that's what the effortless man is about is just living a simple life you know taking away all the unnecessary things and just pretty much keeping only and doing the things that serve you so on that note man i really appreciate you again once again and thank you so much for coming on the podcast do you have any i guess any mediums or any any sort of um where people can find you if they need to 
No, I'm off grid really. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. So he's off grid. So if you want to get to him, you have to go through me. That's so, right. That's right. Um, check out the show notes. Any research or anything like that, I'll um, I'll put it down in the show notes. And yeah, thanks for joining us today. Thank and, you. Thank you. And we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Hey guys, welcome back. I really, really hope you enjoyed that episode talking about all things fasting, particularly extended fasting. And if you did enjoyed all the other content so far, please, please head over to the iTunes store and give this podcast a rating and review because I would really, really appreciate that from the, the bottom of my heart. And if that's not a good enough reason, then you would be glad to know that I'm running a small competition for the next 30 days. So this competition will start on Wednesday, the 23rd of October, which is when this episode will be released and will run for 30 days all the way up to 23rd of November, 2019. So what the competition is, all the conditions around that is all you have to do is head to the iTunes store, leave a rating and review and at the end of the 30 days, I will go in there and I will use an app or I guess select at random uh, review and this will include everyone that's left a review prior to me announcing this competition as well. So all you guys prior to this announcement will go into the draw as well. So the person that wins the competition will be contacted and what you're entitled to is a free 60-minute consultation call with myself at the value of $200. So what that means is that on this consultation call, you can ask me absolutely everything. We can cover off on topics that was discussed in previous podcast episodes or just anything that's intriguing, that's of interest or you might have questions for me about could be about how often I cut my hair, it could be I guess what's the best nootropics to take for this and that, absolute anything. So that's the aim of the game. So all you have to do is head to the iTunes store from now which is the 23rd of October, the Wednesday and it's open all the way up to 23rd of November 2019. Leave a rating and review and the person that wins this at the end of the 30 days will be contacted and will be officially announced on a podcast episode. And then, yeah, you get a free consultation call with me and you can ask me absolutely anything you want and we can talk about anything uh, that your dream desires. So I'll leave it there. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate you and I'll catch you on the next one.